The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Well, thank you for joining me today on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. This is your host, Vincent Jenna. And as usual, this show is always about helping you to move forward on your journey through life, your ability to be able to create the life you want and fulfill the dreams that you deserve and desire. Um, And the way we do that is by unblocking and releasing all of those things inside of us that seem to be getting in the way or sabotaging our attempts to create that life we want. So that's what I'm mostly concerned about. And last week was actually a pretty heavy show uh, because we were talking about the possibilities of what may be happening to this planet. And today's show is not an attempt to certainly ignore all the things that are going on in the world today, but to actually face them and not make believe that everything is peaches and cream and hunky-dory and warm fuzzies, because it's not. Um, if If you're one of those listeners who chooses not to watch the news, it does not mean that negativity is not happening. It's just happening behind your back, and you can't do anything then to help heal it. You actually need to see what needs to be healed in order to help its healing. So today's show is going to be about how to walk a spiritual path right in the midst of all this negativity and hatred and killing and even earthly devastations that are going on. And we just had that last week with Dorian. There's other hurricanes out there brewing. There is the the um, Amazon um, and rainforest, which is on fire and crazy stuff, people, crazy stuff. But I'm going to give you some steps today during this show on how to take care of all of that. And, and, and do we even get involved with that? And, and it's really important because there's so many human and earthly cause catastrophes occurring in the world today. And, and so many people ask me, well, how do I deal with that? How do we remain spiritually healthy and positive? So what are the best spiritual attitudes to maintain and the actions to take so not to get caught up in the crowd's mentality and all of those fears? I mean, that that is really easy to happen is by listening to everybody else and what they're talking about and watching the news. You can actually get caught up in that. And, and people are also asking me, how do we help if we can? I, I have to tell you this, that though there are many members of the spiritual and the metaphysical community that are doing a lot of positive work to help people, there are also some non-productive choices that they may be making that's actually feeding the crises rather than resolving them. 
And that's what I want to talk about today. Are you actually feeding into the crises or you're helping them? Because here's the thing. Life is really black or white. You've heard me say that before. Everybody loves to think that there's shades of gray. I was a psychotherapist for many years, and that's one of the things that they used to teach in psychology and psychiatry is that there's shades of gray out there. No, they're not. It's black or white. And, and if there is a shade of gray, you're comparing it to the wrong thing and you're using that analogy for the wrong concept. Um, you're either making a high choice or you make a low choice. You're either happy or you're not happy. You either feel love or you don't feel love. You either feel lovable or you don't feel lovable. It's as simple as that. You're either walking the path of light or you're walking the path of dark. What is there, a path of shadow in the middle? Is there a path of gray in the middle that you could be walking? Um, one of the reasons why people created the concept of the shades of gray is because they're neither here nor there, so they needed to create a place that they feel they are. Um, it's why we always get, well... I'm not totally um, um, on that path yet, or I'm not totally healed, but I'm working on it. And it's like, okay, well, that work can take forever. So to let, let's make it a little bit easier. Either today you are working and growing and making steps in your evolution and evolvement, or you're not. So it's okay. It's better to actually acknowledge it than to fake it or to say, well, I'm in the process of it. We need to simplify the way we think about life in order to help heal it. So the reason why I'm saying that is because right now, every single one who's listening and everyone who's going to be listening to this later and everyone who doesn't listen to it and every one of the 8 billion plus people that there are on the face of the earth, you're either part of the cure or you're part of the problem. There is no middle ground. Part of the cure or part of the problem. And I will tell you this. Just because you're involved in the metaphysical world or spiritual world, just because you attend a science of mind or a unity philosophy church or center, just because you listen to Unity Radio, maybe you even listen every single day, all day long to every single one of the hosts on this show. You are either still part of the cure or part of the problem. Just because you're listening, just because you know this material doesn't mean you're helping or curing anything. And like I said... There are even some metaphysical and spiritual beliefs that are getting in the way. I, I had an entire episode on that um, it, not too long ago. You may want to go back to the podcast and look at uh, my show about uh, possible detrimental spiritual and metaphysical beliefs that aren't helping but are actually hurting. And I'm going to discuss some of those today. Make sure we're all on the same playing field here. We are divine beings. We were created from a divine power source. I call it God. You can call it spirit. You can call it anything you want. 
But there is a power to all of this, an intelligence, an intelligence that also has feelings and think. I like to believe that because if I was created in its image, so I've been told, then why would I have feelings? Why would I be capable of reasoning and thinking? And why would this divine force not? We are, in fact, the only O-N-L-Y, just in case you need to know how to spell that, capital O-N-L-Y, beings and creatures on this earth that think and reason. Every other creature responds. Dogs, cats, squirrels, deer, horses, trees, bugs, spiders, nothing else reasons and thinks. They respond. They feel, animals feel, absolutely, but they don't think, they don't make choices. They respond to their temperament. They respond to their intuition. So, for example, when it's time to procreate, it is not because the buck is horny. It's because the female is in her ovulating stage and has put off a chemical that now goes into the air that, by the way, dogs and cats can smell miles, miles away to be able to then cause their reaction of wanting to fornicate. Simple as that. They do not think about it. They don't plan it. They don't even have a good cigarette after fornication and intercourse. They just do it. Monkeys, gorillas, all the same. Okay? We're the only beings that think and reason. Therefore, we are different. And if we're the only things that think and reason and we were created in its image, then that means God must think and reason too. At least that's what I like to hold in my book. All right. And the reason why I like to hold that in my book is because the concept and the idea of the plan here and because of our magnificence, right? We are magnificent beings and divine beings. We've forgotten that, so we don't act that way. We act in, in positive ways, and a lot of times we act in negative ways. And, and we feed. We feed into everything on this planet. Last week, we talked about a little of that. I did mention and talk about the United States aerospace plan, which is far greater than what we hear of NASA. It, it almost seems like NASA's a front to hide what's going on behind the scenes and the advancement behind the scenes. We see those the wonderful Columbia spacecraft that um, is, you know, 
saddled onto a rocket that takes it out into space. And, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Look at that. And, and God willing, it, it makes it up there safely and does its mission and returns back again. But let me tell you something. They are in the process, like I said last week, of building a ship one mile long that is intergalactical, that can go from one universe to another universe and holds 30,000 human beings. That's what they're building and working on right now. How crazy is that, people? There is a, a, a space station up in space that will be able to hold life that is on the Earth today. Not all life. Not all life. Not, not, apparently, we're not all going because they're only going to be able to take a certain amount at a time. I, I doubt seriously that space station is going to be able to, to hold um, 8 billion people but whatever the case may be, they know and they're doing that for a reason, because of what we're doing down here on this planet and to the planet and to each other. So we're feeding in, actually, then, because if you're part of the cure or you're part of the problem, then maybe sometimes... Um, we are working in a positive way that can help heal everything that's going on. And then maybe we're working in a negative way that is definitely feeding in. And you're one or the other, and it can go back and forth. I'm not saying you're a definite one and you're a definite the other, and that's all you can be, and that's it forever and ever, amen. That is not the truth. Um, we can slip into it, but you need to be aware of whether you're slipping into it or not. And here I discussed this briefly last week, but I want to paint this image again. I want to paint this image. And what do I mean by that there are some members of the spiritual and the metaphysical communities that, that may be making non-productive choices that are actually feeding the crises that are going on rather than resolving them and, and are you by doing these same things, okay? Painting pretty pictures. Painting pretty pictures. Um, uh, turning off the television sets and the news media so not to talk about or see anything negative. It, not discussing it. Choosing when you're in groups and you're together, be it with family, be it with friends, be it with your spiritual organization, whatever it is, not talking about the nonsense that's going on outside. Because certainly we don't want to depress each other. Oh, we'll mention, we'll mention the shootings. We'll talk about the Texas, the recent Texas shooting. Oh, we'll talk briefly about the, the Bahamas devastation, the people that were killed there, and how long it's going to take them to rebuild the Bahamas. Puerto Rico is still trying to rebuild itself. And, and how quickly we can move away from that and move on while in the midst that is still going on during life. And, and we can talk all the prayers that we want, sending the prayers while wow, that's, you know, let's, let's a moment of, of, of silence for those that have been hurt. A moment of, of let's send out good thoughts and good prayers that Dorian doesn't uh, devastate anybody else. Let's send that prayer out. That's good. Okay, let's move on. Um, um, is dinner ready? I've got to get dinner. I'm hungry. What about lunch? Lunch for those that are in lunch right now. Okay, ooh, good. Ooh, what do we got? That's a nice piece of chocolate cake we're going to have. And there goes the thoughts and the prayers right out. Well, well, why? Of course, we have to keep moving on, right? 
Well, who says we're supposed to be moving on and forgetting and putting that behind us rather than taking it with us in order to help determine the next steps and the choices we make in our everyday life? Who said what spiritual master said forget about all the negativity that's happening? Who said that? Who said that that's better? Okay. Who said to do this? I want everybody who's listening right now. I did this exercise last week. I want to do it again because I want to stress the point of how important this concept is. I need you to see this. I need you to see this in your mind's eye so that you stop doing this yourself. Okay. I want you to imagine that right in front of you is this whiteboard. Big whiteboard, as big as you want it to be. I don't care how big it is. And on it, I want you to just list or put pictures that you've seen on the news of all the devastating things that have been going on. The shootings, right? There's been a couple of those. The, the hurricane and the devastation, right? Maybe earthquakes, the fires um, that, are, that are in the jungles right now, destroying um, beautiful, beautiful lands of the earth. Just put that all on this whiteboard. It's all up there. Let's say you're watching CNN. Constant negative news. That's what it's been nicknamed, right? Constant negative news. As if, as if that everything in this world that the news media puts out there is all fake. We've been hearing that, that's for sure. Maybe the fires are fake. Everybody is setting those up. Steven Spielberg Studios are creating these mass fires um, just to scare people, right? Just because it's on the news doesn't mean it's not real. Right. And of course, it's going to be on one channel. And of course, they're going to be reporting all the devastating things. But they report the positive things, too. They report the cures of cancer as well. Um, we may focus on the negative more, but I'm not telling you to ignore it. I'm not telling you to also be dragged down by it because I'm going to teach you how to change that. That's what this program is about today. But what I need you to do is so look at that whiteboard and put all of those pictures on there right now. Okay, in your mind's eye, just see it on there. Okay, now, now, according to some spiritual teachers out there and metaphysicians, you're supposed to have all these positive affirmations, keep a positive attitude, or even say prayers to the angels and know that the angels can come down and help you. Um, or you're praying to God, God's going to fix everything. Or the universe, universe knows that everything is perfect the way it is. Take all those pretty pictures and ideas and thoughts. Maybe turn them into each one is maybe a flower or a little cuddly teddy bear or puppy or a little kitten. Maybe each one of those beautiful affirmations that we're being taught to say and the idea that you're supposed to hold in your mind and hold in your mind all this wonderful positiveness. Oh, and gratitude, right? Oh, gratitude fixes everything. Make sure you have gratitude. Uh, maybe there's a group of puppies. You know, I've, I've seen some images on Facebook where people are laying down and all these puppies are jumping all over. It's so wonderful and they're beautiful and I'd love to experience something like that. So maybe maybe that's you turn turn into um, the, the idea that um, the universe is in perfect order. That's what that represents. Now, Put that all on the whiteboard on top of what you put there before. 
So put it all on top right now in your mind's eye. And I want you to see that whiteboard now with all those pretty pictures on it. Now I want you to use some common sense, not even major intellect. None of you have to be graduates of college to answer the next question. Are the original set of pictures and images you put on the whiteboard gone just because of the other positive images you overlaid on top of them? What do you think? All of you answer at one time. I'll pick up the answer. I'll know what it is. I'm psychic. Oh, I heard no. Well, that's very smart of everybody. And I don't mean to be patronizing everybody because this is an important exercise right now to make a point of what I'm trying to say. No positive affirmation. No pretty picture. No pretty prayer. No pretty meditation is going to get rid of and hide what is under the surface and what's going on. Nothing is going to change the fact that Hurricane Dorian just devastated the Bahamas or that any of the hurricanes devastated any of the other areas or Puerto Rico or that the tsunamis or the earthquakes or the fires, or the shootings, the mass shootings, the one that just happened because of the guy who was fired. None of those pretty affirmations change any of that or stop it from happening again. You don't want your spiritual walk to cover the truth. You want it to help you deal with what's going on and the truth. And right now, the truth is there's a lot of garbage going on in the world. We don't need to ignore it, to heal it. And saying an affirmation every single day does not make it go away. It doesn't make the cancers go away. That alone, that is not what Louise Hay did when she cured herself of cancer, when she was 62 years old and was diagnosed with stage four cancer. It wasn't just a matter of her saying affirmations. It was a matter of how she changed her life and her attitudes and her beliefs. It's so much more than reading a book. It's so much more than just listening to Unity Online Radio. It's so much more than becoming ordained. Yes, we just had that just recently. There were even people out there that can ordain you without even taking any classes. Um, at least some people that I know, Reverend Temple Hayes created an institute. Oh, my gosh, you got to pay attention. Look for that. The um, Institute of Lifelong Learning International. I hope I said that right. Illy, which is going to be an, 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 an 
educational center for those of you who do want to do something constructive in the world where you can go for the shortest period of time or those who want to expand their knowledge and, and everything that they're learning um, to, to some very deep, profound, meaningful stuff. Um, that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, certainly for you know, $6.50 for the price of shipping, they can email you some made-up certification someplace. That does not make you part of the cure. The life you live. When we come back from our break in a couple of minutes, which is coming up soon, I'm going to give you the steps. I'm going to tell you what you need to do in your life. And it's not easy. It's not easy. Nothing of what I'm saying, I'm saying is the easy way out. Actually, just learning it and taking all of the classes and reading the books and calling yourself spiritual, that is the easy way out. And it's not working because guess what? We've not reached critical mass. This is a story of Sodom and Gomorrah. And on the other side of the commercial break, I will talk about Sodom and Gomorrah, talk about the meaning of it, talk about the understanding of what critical mass means and what we all need to do at this point, at this point in our lives. And we have the opportunity every single day to make a change. We have the uh, capacity to be able to save and heal everything that's going on today, to stop it, to reverse it, to heal it, to keep it from happening again. We are those beings. We are the co-creators of this life, this planet, this world, and we can do it. But we need to be wise, we need to be smart, and we need to be proactive. And we need to open our eyes and clear our minds of all of those ideas of, of rosiness and touchy, warm, fuzzy feelings alone because that does do nothing. And getting rid of concepts like today is perfect exactly the way it is. It's only perfect exactly the way it is as if you're happy and things are going well in life. If not, then understand you created that moment, you created that day, and you can change it and make it any way you want. So it's not the way the universe wants it. It's the way we're making it, and we can change it all the time. So I'll be right back. Hang with me. I know this is intense, but you're going to learn some of the most important things that you will ever learn in creating your life, the life you want, on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I'm your host, Vincent Jenna, and I will return shortly. Thank you. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. 
welcome back. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And become unstoppable is the rest of that sentence and program. And I am your host, Vincent Jenna. I'm either loved by you right now or absolutely hated because I've been bringing up a topic that people don't necessarily like to face. We talk about the negativity and being part of the cure or part of the problem. You could be either. You can't be in the middle. You're one or the other. That's the bottom line. As long as you're breathing, and even if you're not breathing, you're still spirit, and your spirit and your personality and the choices you make, whether it be in the spirit world or in the physical world, you're either part of the cure or you're part of the problem. So here is where you can be part of the problem, is where you're ignoring the things that are going on in life. It's where you can... Turn off the, the information out there because you choose not to be brought down. Now, now, here's what I think is really interesting is, do you really believe that you're that weak, that you don't have a strong enough mind that you can watch the news and your entire life not fall apart just because of what you hear on it? Yeah, I know it's devastating. It's certainly not as fun as watching This Is Us, but certainly on This Is Us, they even have some devastating things there. Oh, my gosh. Um, that family started out as so wonderful and beautiful and they're having problems because there are problems in life and ignoring them doesn't make them go away. So turning off the TV because you don't want to be disturbed by it. How about making different choices in the way you react to it? So that's more important. I would, I'm going to challenge all of you, my listeners right now. Okay. I challenge you to watch the news. Go turn on CNN which has been nicknamed constant negative news, okay? They're reporting. Yeah, do they dramatize? Let me tell you something, people. Once again, um, if you don't know what my beliefs are about media, media does not shape society. Society shapes media. If you don't like what they're reporting and the way they're reporting it, then change the society because they're catering to them. Because that's how they make money, by catering to society, not by changing them, because there's no way that we can change society, because there has been stuff put out in media that has completely failed. If, if media changed and shaped society, then if that was the case, they would be successful at every single television show and movie and news show that they put out there. But no, guess what? Why do you think that they have the Nielsen ratings? They get rated constantly on the popularity of what they're doing in their show. And it's the people in society that let them know what they're liking and what they don't like. If they knew and believed that they shaped every way the way you believed and the way you were going to think, they wouldn't even worry about ratings. Now, would they? Because they know they would make the ratings go high because of what they're putting out there. That's not true. And, and any psychological research study, I saw those studies. I saw those studies. Those studies were done on prisoners. They literally showed prisoners different types of television shows. 
And some prisoners reacted more negatively and became more agitated watching negative shows. And some prisoners um, were, remained peaceful by watching peaceful shows. That has nothing to do with what the media is causing. It has to do with what's already inside that person. Because guess what? You come to my house, which isn't in a prison, and you show the same aggressive movie. I'm not sitting there now wanting to get an Uzi and go out and start shooting up a whole bunch of people. I don't even like watching the blood when that when the gun is that becoming so so descriptive now and 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 shocking in order to stir up people's interest. It has nothing to do. It has to do with the people. So stop blaming media. So go and watch CNN. And here's the challenge. This is what I want you to do. I want you to watch it, care about what's being said. Allow your compassion to come through and then allow it to motivate you to do something. I don't care. It doesn't have to be anything mystical, magical or altruistic, but do something positive, not turn off the TV, but want to do something positive because that's going to be part of the steps that I'm telling you right now on how to be able to turn things around. The first thing we have to do is let's go back to that whiteboard that I was talking about, right? You put all those pretty pictures in the front there. Let me tell you why that is so damaging. Unless you clean off the whiteboard first and get rid of the negative stuff, all you're doing is suppressing and repressing it. And when energy does that, guess what it does? When you suppress and compact and push aside energy, guess what it does? It's going to explode in some way, whether it be for now for a human, it's an implosion. It's going to come out in some crisis or disastrous form, either in illness or affecting some area of your life, like your work, like your finances, like your relationships. You just keep packing away all those negative feelings and hurts and fears and doubts and put the pretty pictures on top of them and say all those pretty affirmations without doing any of the healing work, you're going to implode or explode some way or another. You're an energy. Energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be recreated in and and redirected. Redirected is the word that I want to use. It wants to be redirected in some way. It either comes out in a full force negatively and harmfully, or it comes out in a positive force, which uplifts things and changes the vibrational frequency of things. We've seen that in Dr. Moto's experiment with water and being able to change the water particle shapes by either it being in front of negative energy or in front of positive energy. But putting an affirmation over something negative does not make it positive. It just hides the negative. Okay? So the first step in being able to continue to walk a spiritual path is bring to the surface anything that's out of alignment with the positive. Any of those angers, any 
fears you have, any of those maladaptive first self-beliefs that I used to talk about, I talk about all the time, the I'm not, I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable. You've got to bring all of that to the surface. That's number one, because believe it or not, harboring those negative feelings is what's adding to, you may not be the one that picks up the gun and goes shoot somebody. But let me tell you something. Here's, here's what a lot of people don't want to believe. We're all connected. That's number one. When we were created, we were created as coming from one source with individual minds, not just individual energy, individual minds. And the rest of us, though, is connected to each other. That's number one. Number two. Some of the people on the face of the earth today, you help to create. And I'm not talking about children. I'm talking about actual other beings. You may have divided your essence, your soul, your higher soul, your over soul, to live more than one life on earth at the same time, maybe in a different part of the planet. And it helps your evolvement and growth by men coming together when you both cross over to the other side and you bring your experiences together. Maybe there is a, a Japanese version of you. Maybe there's a German version, an Australian version of you. Or maybe your next door neighbor that you're not necessarily getting along with version of you. That's another part of a possible truth here. So we're all connected. Plus, even some may still be you of others here. So anytime you go through something, you could be affecting the way another person responds and reacts. And I'm not just talking about one-on-one, -on -one, you're, you're in front of them, you treat them positively, you treat them nice, you're a kind guy, a kind girl, or you're negative, nasty, you start cursing at them, they start responding back. That's not what I'm talking about, the influence. I'm talking about your own personal inf feelings, your own personal energy. It can affect another being. And I've proven that with many of my clients. I have thousands of clients all over the world, people who may not be in a positive relationship, and they're always asking me how to get their spouse healed, fixed, whatever. And I say, work on yourself, and that's going to influence them. And without them even making extra steps or taking extra steps to heal the relationship, these people have been doing work on themselves and they report back to me saying, oh my God, my husband, my wife has changed. I didn't even bring up anything. And then all of a sudden she came to me the other day and said, she wants to be part of what I'm doing. Or, or he said, let me help you with your work, hon. And all of a sudden became supportive. And, and so it's a miracle. I said, it's not a miracle. It's how we affect each other. We affect the earth and the planet and the animals and the trees and life and the environment the exact same way. It's our energy. Everything is about energy. So if you have, okay, take a deep breath in. I say heavy stuff. I know that. I understand that. But this is the stuff we need to hear. This is the stuff that have been hidden. We don't have just an elephant in the middle of the room. We have 
giant herd ready to crush us to death in the middle of the room that even people in my own field don't want to point out. Well, I'm always going to point out the elephants in the middle of the room, and this is one of them. You can have an argument with your spouse that actually feeds in to the energy of another person on the other side of the planet that causes them to then do something negative on the outside. Yes. Are you responsible for the actions of other people? You most certainly can feed into them. I'm sorry. This is not a selfish world we live in. This planet wasn't created just for you or me. It was created for all of us. We did that together. We come down here on the planet together. Therefore, we're going to affect each other. Okay, so are we supposed to... Now, that goes again, just so that you know, having been a psychotherapist, that goes against everything that any psychotherapist would want to teach out there because they certainly don't want the victims to turn around and believe that they had anything to do with the perpetration of their harm or abuse. But in a spiritual world, we understand that there is no such thing as victims. The only person who can victimize you is you. That's as far as victimization goes by your beliefs. So if there are no victims, then we absolutely then can feed into other people's actions and perpetrations against us. I know nobody wants to think of that or believe that, but reverse the feelings you have and let's get more love going and then see what happens. When you suffocate a person with love, they don't want to attack. They want to thank you. When you suffocate a person with abuse, they want to hurt. They want to lash out. So we've got to know that this is true because this is part of the step. How do you live a spiritual path during the midst of hatred? You love. You love everything and everyone as much as you can. You love yourself. You spend, and I'm not talking about a love fest here. I'm talking about beyond a love fest, beyond the moment. It's an everyday thing. When you go to work, what do you do to make your fellow employees feel good? But what do you do if they make you feel bad? You complain about them. You criticize them. You down them. You feed into their negativity. And it makes things worse. It doesn't make it better. So you've got to reverse and walk that love path as much as you can. What do you do about killing? You act peacefully towards others. That doesn't mean that you take a slap in the face and you don't stand up for it. You do stand. You stand in the belief that I know you're hitting me, but quite honestly, I believe you don't want to hit me. And the only reason why you do is because you're in pain and you're hurting too. Well, I'm not going to hurt you back because I believe in something stronger I believe that you're a good person, even though you may not be acting that way. I believe that you're wanting to do good. I believe that you don't want to put us down, the minorities, the gays, the immigrants. I believe you don't want to do that. I'm not going to walk on your side with you. I'm going to stand here and invite you to walk with me to have a positive attitude, to teach and go out there and not 
be afraid to voice. Yeah, there will be times that you will have to turn over the tables. Jesus did. Others did. Gandhi did. Martin Luther King Jr. even walked with a group of people across a bridge knowing there was a possibility of any one of them at any moment getting beaten, getting hurt. But in defiance of worrying about that and with love in his heart and knowing we are equal, he stood with them, walked with them, crossed the bridge with them in Selma. Gandhi did the same thing. He told them they were wrong at the same time. But he also told them, you're still my brother, no matter what choices you're making that are wrong. We've got to turn the attitudes around. Um, Sodom and Gomorrah was the first story. I mean, how old is the Bible? Okay. The New Testament, well, it's less than 2019 years old. It wasn't written the day that Christ was born. It was written about 300 years later, so we can take 300 years off of that. But the Old Testament goes back thousands of years. When writing first came into the picture and they started putting together the stories, right? Sodom and Gomorrah was one of the original stories written in there, and it was written in there for a reason. It was a metaphor and a metaphysical meaning. It wasn't an account of history, though, though they used historical facts to help make the point that they were trying to make. Yes, there was cities, Sodom and Gomorrah. They were cities, and they were inhabitants in those cities. And during the time of that city, there was a lot of anarchy. And there was a lot of crime and there was a lot of sexuality. And not only was everybody just sleeping with everybody, they were raping each other, males with males, females with females, males to females, males to children, females to children. It didn't make a difference. Females with goats, men with goats, I don't care. It was just rampant all over the place. We totally forgot way back when. And the energy that was being raised was so negative, all of a sudden an angel comes to earth, pulls out Lot, who was a spiritual person, not necessarily getting involved in all of that. And he was being told, guess what? Your cities are coming to an end. Okay, God is destroying, going to destroy it. Well, of course, it wasn't God. It was the power of God that humankind was using against each other. That was the message, and that was the meaning. You're destroying yourselves, okay? But you can reverse this lot. You can reverse this. <gasps> How do I reverse this? Go back to your cities, and who knew? I don't know what the population was back then. 2,000 people, who knows? 1,000 people, I don't know. It doesn't matter. The point was, the angels said to Lot, wake up 11. 11. You just need 11 people total, including yourself. Spiritual beings and their spirituality and taking a spiritual path in life will actually reverse the damage. Reverse it all. That's the concept of critical mass. So maybe for a thousand negative people all over the place, you only need a little bit more than 10% of them, no, 1% of them, which is pretty good. 10% would mean you need 100. He said only 11. So it's 1% plus. And it would reverse all of that. That little spiritual group can reverse the devastation that's going on being caused by the rest of the group. 
Well, if you don't know the story, Lot went back. He went knocking on door to door, and he started to invite people, including his family, his family members, his, his wife, his children. You got to take the spiritual path with me. We got to start being positive. We got to start thinking about the attributes of God. That's what a spiritual journey is. What What is the meaning of who we are? Finding your value, finding your divinity, um, your compassion, your caring, your love of each other, your acceptance of each other, you're not hatred, you're not wanting to harm the other person. So he just needed to wake up 11 people and it was so much crap going on at the time, he couldn't wake up 11 people and the angel called him back out. Hey guy, come here, lot, listen. All right, you can't find 11 people, so um, we can't stop all the damage, but nine, let's get nine going. If you get nine going, It'll reverse most of the damage. Okay, there may be a couple of earthquakes. you got to watch out for the falling buildings and the cracks in the grounds. But at least the Sodom and Gomorrah won't be completely destroyed. Go. Go at it. You can find nine people. Come on. Went. Couldn't even find nine people. And so the angel said, well, you know what? Take your family. Get out of there. Um, because um, Sodom and Gomorrah is going to hell in a handbasket. We can't reverse it. We can't stop it. They're doing it to themselves. And make sure you don't look back, because if you look back, that means, means that you're still attached, you're still part of them, and you'll be affected by the same negativity no matter where you are. If you're going to get, if you're going to look, if you're going to feel bad about um, what's going on over there, and whether no matter how negative it is, it, and 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 just go along with it, you're going to be affected too, and you'll turn to stone and and be destroyed the same as the others that are going to be destroyed. So move on, be positive, and go fast. That's the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Of course, his wife looked back, turned to stone because she felt bad for everybody. Those are my people. Rather than detaching herself from all the negativity, she kept herself emotionally attached and needy. That's what that meant. And that kind of got at her and destroyed her too and made her um, her heart cold and, 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 and detached from the God source and loving. And that kind of figuratively turned her to stone. But the rest of the town, yeah, that went to hell in a handbasket. That is what we need today. We need to wake up a little bit more than 11 people because this Sodom and Gomorrah is 8 billion people deep. So let's see. If we're talking about um, one, think about that for a moment. Um, if we're talking about 1%, and that's only if there were only 1,000 people in Sodom and Gomorrah, I don't even know how many there were. Like I said, could have been 200. You know, back then, um, all these cities and towns seemed like they had a lot of people. There weren't a lot of people back in the beginning of time. We kept procreating to create a lot of people. But a million people didn't just appear all at once there. All right? We created them. So 1% of 8 billion, what is that? 800,000, 8 million? I don't know because I don't have a calculator in front of me and that good at math I wasn't. But here's the point. We're not reversing anything right now. We'd like to think things are reversing. Yes, the spiritual community wants to tell you, oh my gosh, everything is getting better. It's been wonderful. It's fabulous. And I'm sorry, no, it's not. It's not fabulous yet. It's not fabulous yet. Okay? Fabulous is when we get rid of guns. And fabulous is when people can't just pick them up. And, and, and fabulous is not condoning 
the the aggressiveness and the hatred that's going on. There's more of a peace. No, I don't expect it to be perfect. Remember, it, it was only 11 out of who many, how many lived in Sodom and Gomorrah. We didn't need everybody perfect, but we need it in order to stop the devastation and destruction. You need enough. We have to wake up. So why can't everybody get on board? Because that will certainly, if a small critical mass will stop the devastation, then a larger critical mass will reverse it as well. We got to remember that we can reverse this, people. So you need to take positive steps. You need to walk in love. You need to take every action you can to help another person. Kindness is fabulous in all of this, an act of random kindness. I know that's an Evan Almighty movie, but um, also a friend of mine, Michael Chase from Hay House, that was his whole premise, and his foundation is an act of kindness is going to resolve and heal things. So we need to be kind. We need to be loving. We need to be proactive in the positive choices and the positive attributes that we know of God every single day of our lives. Every time we have a negative thought, we're Reverse it, turn it into a positive. Every time you want to have an argument, stop yourself from having an argument. Can you do this? Yes, you can. Can you absolutely rely on your spiritual core and your soul? Absolutely. This is where God and the angels will help you every single day of your life by reinforcing the positive steps you are taking in your own life. Reverse the negativity. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop living on the path hurts and pains and turn them around and use them to be constructive and helping and I'm telling you that is the cure this is Vincent Jenna your host of Stop Stopping Yourself and Become Unstoppable what would God do that's what we need to be thinking about and really take those steps that's not a Christian thing that is only a sensible intellectual thing Thank you all for joining me today. Know that you're magnificent. Next week is about you and messages for you from spirit and deceased loved ones. I'll see you next week on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Let's reverse this garbage. We can do it, guys. We're divine, magnificent children of God. Thank you for joining me today and have an incredible week. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts.